brought to you by Communications by Design. This is the Transforming Learning Podcast, where we talk with teachers about classroom strategies that elevate teaching and learning. Our mission is to support teachers. So if you hear a strategy or idea that you find helpful, share the episode with others and subscribe to the podcast. We always appreciate feedback, so take a moment to leave a review as well. You can dive deeper into our resources and services or connect with our instructional coaches immediately by visiting cbdconsulting.com slash elevate edu. We hope you enjoy. I want to inspire kids and I, I want them to feel empowered and I want them to feel confident in what they're doing. And um, I want to be a part of that and act more as a mentor than a, you know, instructor and quiz giver. Um, and I was really frustrated um, and just really unhappy in my day-to-day work. And then instead of, instead of leaving the profession, because it took a couple of years, instead of leaving the profession, I just decided to change what I was doing. Hey, welcome back to the TL Pod. I'm Zach Ripley. And not long ago, I was meandering about Twitter when I encountered a blog post from a teacher in Southern California, a teacher with whom I've never previously worked and certainly have not encountered in any other capacity. So I took a chance, I reached out to her, and she was willing to come on our podcast and talk to you about her concept, which she calls collaboration screens. Here is Marissa Thompson with unlimitedteacher.com. Well, Marissa, thanks so much for joining us. I saw your post, and we don't know each other, but I thought you've got a great idea, and we wanted to share it with our audience. So I appreciate your willingness to do that on such short notice like this. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Definitely. So for our audience's sake, um, as well as our own, since we don't know you that well yet, uh, would you just give a little bit of background, who you are and what you do, kind of your history and education? Sure. My, my name is Marissa Thompson. Um, I'm entering my 13th year in the classroom. I teach high school English language arts. Um, I'm also a PD instructor for the University of San Diego. And I recently started presenting at conferences. And just about two weeks ago, as you know, I started blogging and sharing some of the materials. Um, I'm excited about it. It's, it's, um, it's fun to see teachers excited about some of my ideas. That, that's really fun for me. To collaborate that way. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned your blog. That's unlimitedteacher.com, correct? Right. Give us just a quick kind of what's what's the goal with that? Where do you want to take that? You know, I think that a lot of times teachers think we have these limits, these boundaries. And I used to think so too. I really did. And since I've been playing with some of my own ideas and seeing them come to fruition, I realized that they aren't limitations. We're either setting them ourselves by, by uh, limiting our curriculum or limiting what our students can create um, or we imagine them, oh, they'll, sound, they'll say no or, oh, there's not enough funding or there's no way we have enough time for that. And I don't think they're limitations after all. Now I think that they're just obstacles that we have to get over, but um, I don't think we have limits. I really don't. Where, where do I see it going? I just want to share the information. If, if I have something that works for me, I want you to have it. And if you have something that works for you, please share it with me because um, we're all in it together. So that's, what I, that's where I see it going. So 
you were talking about then, you know, sharing ideas. And the reason we're talking with you specifically right now is because of a particular idea that you've developed in your classroom. And I don't want to try to articulate it myself. I want to give you that chance. So um, you recently posted on your blog about a, a setup that you have done now in your classroom involving technologies and your space. So share with us, what is that and um, how are you going about it? Well, I, to be honest, I was really concerned as an English language arts teacher about going to a one-to-one -one classroom, having a device for every student. That freaked me out. I was nervous about, you know, wasting this technology on, this is the coolest way we can quiz someone or check out how you can collect a whole bunch of student work. And it's like, you know, if, we're, if we have these tools at our disposal, um, I really want it to be something more meaningful than that. I was also really concerned about a decrease in discussions between students um, and us as a as a class. And so, if a, if someone is focused only on their screen, they aren't looking at the person next to them, or in their group, or in their class, or at me. And so, the collaboration screens, which are just TVs, but <laughs> the collaboration screens are a way to move that conversation up to a space where a group of students can refer to it together. So just as much as you would have a recorder in a group, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to shrink the number of devices, even though I didn't need to after all, I wanted to shrink the number of devices in a group of six students to one or two devices as a type of recorder and have the collaboration screen be where the focus is and have the students collaborate there on whatever they were working on, whether it was a creative project or something that I'm providing for them. Um, so I've connected those TVs to one Chromecast, and I can cast to all screens from my one device, which was a feat in itself. <laughs> uh, it turns out it's so much easier than we thought. And then every single screen has an HDMI cable, so students or groups can hook up to that TV makes it's awesome i can monitor what works what students are working on from across the room um which was another concern how am i going to monitor 40 kids on the internet yeah um not that i want to i trust you i'm sure you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing but for me to be able to see across the room and go oh you're really working on something cool you know sally what are you doing right here and have sally explain it and go you know what here stop hey everybody check out what sally's doing and they can see it from across the room so uh, all of a sudden i had students teaching techniques and tips which was really different for me and i i loved it it was really empowering for them and uh, increased a lot of the community a lot of the respect students had for one another so lots of unintended positive consequences, positive rewards, you know? I wanted to just ask you to share a bit more specifically, if you could, um, because community is, is so rich, you know, to try to actually foster community more in a technology um, environment. So uh, talk a little bit more about what that looks like then. How are you seeing that unfold with your students? As soon as you start having students collaborate and uh, truly collaborate, they have been given a task um, and they have free reign to design whatever it is that they need to design in order to meet that goal. That, that gauntlet has been set. You are welcome to do whatever you need to. Here are five different programs that I would recommend that you take a look at. Go for it. As soon as you do that, 
now the students have to talk. They have to collaborate. And it's fun because a lot of the students have experience with some programs, um, some websites, and then they get to share those techniques and those skills with their friends. Now they are respected as an actual part of the group. Right. And as soon as you start doing that, everything really starts to change. So they'll come over and they'll ask me, can you help us do this thing? And I go, honestly, I've never used this program. So all I'm going to do is sit here and Google in front of you. So why don't you just go ahead and Google? And then once you figure out how to do it, can you teach the rest of us? Because that sounds great. As soon as you offer the stage to the student and make the student feel part of the community or worthy of people listening to them, worthy of having an audience, it it doesn't stop. It, It just continues to build on itself. Well, and that's what's interesting about it, too. So as soon as the students realize that their peers value someone else's ideas, they are more willing to share those ideas. So it's no longer cool to be the guy in the back that doesn't really know what's going on. What's cool is, can you help me? Can you teach me how to do that? How did you do that? So um, it, it made a real shift in our classroom. It was a, it was a neat, you should have seen it. It was a neat environment. So the, the practical question, because you're talking about five-ish TV screens, some Chromecasts, and you know, aside from the one-to-one, let's assume that we're talking to you know, teachers who have some kind of access to student devices, but you said, and this is the part that I find very intriguing, you said that you could pull this off for a significantly lower cost than would have guessed. So tell us about that. Yeah. I was originally told it was impossible, which is always... You know, now that that's been thrown at me, now you've just challenged me, my friend. You know, so once you have the TVs, and I got mine from Craigslist, um, Surplus Store, a family was super excited about the idea because I pitched it at Back to School Night to let them know what was going to be happening. Um, They started raising money with their family and friends to make it happen. Um, So within probably about two months, I had my five TVs. And I had them mounted, and I had HDMI cables for the students to be able to hook up to them, which was cool. You only need three things. You need one Chromecast, which should cost you about 30 40 bucks. You need a distribution amplifier with enough to fit each of the screens, and they range in price from $50 to $2,000. <laughs> Mine, I think, was 80 okay. And then... You need an HDMI cable going from the TV to that one piece of equipment, that distribution amplifier. That's it. It's three things. Chromecast, distribution amplifier, HDMI cables. So cool. So, Marissa, there's certainly uh, an unlimited number of questions. I use that word intentionally with your blog. There's an unlimited yeah. number of questions um, you know, that I could continue to ask you, and I certainly would love to know more, you know, hear more. So following your blog will be a great way to just kind of see the ideas and thoughts as they're unfolding. But um, we know that the teachers that we work with and certainly our audience here with the podcast love to connect with other educators. So if someone's listening and they think, I want to talk to this person or I want to know more about what's going on, how can teachers connect with you? I I am on Twitter. So um, at Marissa E. Thompson or 
if you can't figure out the spelling on that one, I'm at hashtag unlimited teacher, which does work. Um, yeah, you'll find me on there for sure. But I welcome any questions that anyone has. I, if I can help you make this happen, great. There's a gentleman in England who saw my post and then replied about 20 minutes later and said, everything's ordered. I'll send some pictures in a couple of weeks. And I was like, so if we can make it happen, please get in touch because I'm, this is what it's about. Definitely. So that's unlimitedteacher.com and certainly can find you on Twitter as well than with your hashtag or um, your, your profile. Thank you so much, Marissa, for your time again. And um, we'll certainly, you know, try to keep up with what's going on for you and, and hope, you know, another chance to possibly connect with you again in the future. Zach, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to Transforming Learning by CBD. Continue the conversation with us by visiting cbdconsulting.com slash elevateedu, where you can contact a coach immediately or browse more resources like this one. For more podcast episodes, visit anchor.fm slash cbdpodcast or subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. Help us get the word out by leaving a review and rating as well as sharing on your favorite social media platform. Remember to tag at CBD Consulting. Thank you.